again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I'm glad that you joined the program again this week. I hope the program has been a blessing to you. If you happen to be in the Houston area on Friday, November the 21st, I'd like to invite you to our While You Are Single service, which will be taking place in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. If you'd like to get more information about that, I encourage you to check out our website, ojtalksministries.org, and you'll get more information about that. On Friday, November 21st, we are going to be discussing and dealing with part two of protecting relationships from the enemy. Protecting relationships from the enemy. Hope you can join us for part two of that session. As a matter of fact, this week I'm going to be dealing with part one of the session we had in the While You Were Single service last month, about two, three weeks ago. And that was part one of protecting relationships from the enemy. It was a great time, um, it was powerful, and um, this is pretty much, I'm going to be addressing pretty much what we discussed um, during that session. Usually in our While You're Single service, we have a time where we I interact with the audience and everybody gets to talk and share their hearts on the subject at hand. And I usually ask questions and you know about the topic and in this case, protecting relationship from the enemy and the audience. Um, they give feedback. Um, that's how I learn from them. And at the end of uh, the discussion, then I you know give the message and uh, we all learn together. During the discussion, um, something kept coming up. I initially wanted to address it in the message, but I felt like, you know, I may not have enough time to um, bring up this issue regarding protecting relationships from the enemy. But I kind of left, I, I decided, I had decided I was not going to discuss it. But during the discussion session, it just kept coming up. The issue kept coming up, and I felt like um, it was necessary for me to address it. And I'm going to start off um, my discussion on what we talked about protecting relationships from the enemy based on basically the way I started um, that night. The issue is the tension between spirituality and practicality. In other words, um, perhaps you're familiar with the phrase overly spiritual. And we, I believe to some degree, understand what it means to be practical. Um, what we have is as Christians, as believers or individuals seeking God, sometimes we have a challenge attention of when to be spiritual and when to be practical, when to um, just trust God and uh, when to go forth and, and, and do things. And I think there's a tension, there's a challenge. We're often out of balance when it comes to spirituality and practicality. Um, in the true sense of the word, being spiritual is a good thing. Unfortunately, more often than not, when people use the term overly spiritual or too spiritual, it's in a negative sense, even though being spiritual is something that we all need to be. But uh, usually that term is used in a negative sense and in, in a sense where we're not su supposed to be like that. Let's go to Exodus, Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 to 13. Exodus 17, 8 to 13. I started discussing that issue from that perspective. In Exodus 17, 8 to 13, we hear the story of how uh, the Israelites went to a place called Rephidim, and um, basically the Amalekites came to fight the Israelites. And Moses told Joshua 
to select some men and fight the Amalekites while he was going on a hill with two other individuals, Aaron and her, and uh, he was going to go on a hill and he was, he was going to raise his hand to God while Joshua was fighting the battle. So every time Moses' hands were up, the Israelites were winning the battle. But when his hands were down, he was tired, the Israelites were losing. Um, you're probably going to read it as uh, Israel prevailed when Moses' hands were up. But the Amalekites prevailed when Moses' hands were down because he was tired. Then Aaron and Hur uh, brought a stone and sat Moses on the stone and helped raise his hand. And the Bible says that the Israelites won the battle. Then I believe it's in uh, verse 13 of uh, Joshua 8 talks about how obviously after Aaron and her raised Moses' hands up, the Israelites prevailed. The New American Standard Bible says Joshua overwhelmed the Amalekites with the edge of the sword. Edge of the sword. The Amplified Version said uh, he mowed them down with the sword and the new king james version says he defeated them with the edge of the sword but i want you to take note of the phrase edge of the sword edge of the sword i want you to put it somewhere in your mind edge of the sword let's proceed moses is a picture of the spiritual guy joshua is a picture of the practical guy. Moses represents the spiritual guy. Joshua represents the practical guy. Moses represents the guy with his hands up in the air, worshiping God, praising God, praying to God, seeking God, doing the word of God, doing the spiritual things. Joshua represents the guy doing the practical things. He's the guy with his hands down. While Moses is the guy with his hands up or the person with his hands up, Joshua is the one with his hands down or his hands on. He does something. He is working something. He's practical. Moses represents faith. Joshua represents works. Faith without works is dead. We show our faith by our works, according to James. Moses is the guy that gets the Israelites out of bondage in Egypt. Joshua is the guy that gets the Israelites into bounty, the promised land. Therefore, could it be that while spiritual things, spiritual disciplines, spiritual activities get you out of bondage, it's the practical things that get you into your breakthrough or your promised land. The problem with so many people, with a lot of us, the tension, the problem, the challenges we have is we do the spiritual things, we pray, we worship, we go to church, we read the Bible, we quote scripture, but we don't do practical things. We profess our faith, we 
look like we're walking by faith, we're expressing faith, we're spiritual, but we don't do practical things. We don't do anything. We've prayed, but we don't do anything, and we don't get our breakthrough, or we don't get into the promised land, or our challenges may be on the other side of the spectrum. We're doing the practical things. We're running around, trying to make things happen, making the phone calls, pounding the pavements, spicing up our profiles, dating everybody we see on the planet, and we haven't found the right one yet. It's not either or. It's both. We need to be spiritually practical and practically spiritual. Truth be said, true spirituality is practical. We don't just need to pray and praise and worship and go to church and read the Bible. We need to actually do what we pray about and align our actions with what we believe. We need to actually go out and do things and do work and do something in expression of our faith that God is guiding and leading us into victory. A lot of singles are not in the bad relationship that God delivered them from. They've been set free from the bondage of past relationships, the bondage of detrimental relationships, but they are stuck in the wilderness because they haven't allowed God to direct them and to, to do what they need to do to get into the healthy, godly relationship that he has for them. There's a disconnect because we're not doing both. We're either just praying and worshiping, doing the spiritual things, and not doing the practical things. There are those that are doing all the practical things. They're not praying, they're not seeking God, and they keep falling short. And they keep wondering why they can't get the blessing or get their breakthrough or get the mate. Because they're not seeking God about it. And of course they're those seeking God but they're not doing anything to express their faith. But we need to be spiritually practical and practically spiritual. Now the things that we do are not things we just do just because it crosses our mind or things that we think is logical to do. In Exodus chapter 17 verse 10 it says Joshua did as Moses told him. Joshua did as Moses told him. The practical was expressed based on the spiritual. In other words, well, your practice, your work, what you do should be informed by what you did spiritually. In other words, you just don't go out there and do just anything. You do what God tells you to do through your time with him in worship in prayer, in reading the word, whatever insights, advice, wisdom the word of God gives you, you apply that, you express that, you do that. You do what the word tells you to do, but you go out and act and conduct yourself in accordance to what the word of God says. And eventually you have your victory. Of course, when you combine the spiritual and the practical, that does not mean you're not going to ever press through on things or you'll never have challenges. But it does mean you will have victory and you will go through those challenges knowing that God is on your side, knowing that you have grace to prevail. I had mentioned how it says that Joshua overwhelmed them with the edge of the sword. In Ephesians, we begin to hear of the armor of God and a part of the armor is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, we are told that the word of God is quick and powerful than any two-edged sword. So the word of God is like a sword. The word of God is a spiritual weapon. The Bible says, Joshua, the practical guy, overwhelmed the enemy with the spiritual weapon. There's the practice, the practical, and the spiritual. With the edge of the sword, he defeated the enemy. Notice this. This is my point. Spirituality gives you an edge. You who are being practical and spiritual, you have an edge over those who are just being practical. The word of God, your spirituality, gives you an edge over those who are just doing practical things without the spiritual. But the person who is doing both spiritual and practical has an edge. And that enables you to overcome the enemy. I encourage you to be balanced in your spirituality. We're talking about protecting relationships from the enemy. Every time I deal with relationships, a lot of times I am inspired to go to Genesis because Genesis is the genesis of relationships. It's the genesis of marriage. It's the genesis of a single person. So it makes sense for us to go to Genesis and get some insights. Every time I read Genesis, I'm thinking I have some information, some idea of how God operates and how God intended things to be. And I read it again, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I get more insights. While I was preparing for the message on protecting relationships from the enemy um, a few weeks back, one night I was just going over what I felt I was going to be talking about, and I just felt like, I needed to share some things I just never thought of. And I learned uh, a few more things. I heard, uh, I had heard about these things before, but it never really hit me um, until I went back and looked again, and it just opened up a new world of insight, um, some more revelation that would help us overcome and protect our relationship with the enemy and understand the magnitude of how the enemy can wreak havoc in our relationships. So what are the new insights that came to me by going back to Genesis. Find out next week in the While You're Single podcast. Thank you for your time. I hope what has been shared briefly has um, said something to you and uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.